our community, your radio station. Chris, I know that Christians in Entertainment was formed in 1982. Uh, and of course, you were in the West End at that time. But how did the formation yeah. come about? Well, it was out of my own need, really, Blair. I was working on a show called Evita, uh, a new show, Andrew Lloyd Webber, Tim Rice. They'd produced it in town. It was their big uh, show after Jesus Christ Superstar and Joseph. And I arrived there uh, in the West End at the Prince Edward Theatre uh, feeling a bit depressed, really. I, the, the show was a bit of a funny one, and it started with a funeral and ended with a funeral. So everybody on the show was a little bit depressed, a little bit low. It wasn't your happy, happy ending show. And uh, I arrived the week after somebody had actually committed suicide in the cast. It was that bad. Oh, dear. And as a Christian, I arrived there and I thought, well, my face has got a got to have something to do with working here, really. I just prayed that somebody else on the show would be somebody that I could talk to about faith. And the next day I walked into the leading man's dressing room and there amongst the makeup and the lights of his dressing room mirror was a book by Billy Graham on uh, the Holy Spirit. And we started chatting, we started meeting together. And as you say, that was, uh, what, 37 years ago now. So were you a fairly young Christian at that time? I was, uh, I, although I was baptised when I was 13, so I started young. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but my faith had always been really important to me, and, and uh, I didn't want to be a Sunday Christian. I wanted my faith to make a difference Monday to Saturday as well. And in the theatre there, it was really important that that happened. And uh, we started meeting backstage, having little Bible studies and little encouragement groups and praying together. And at first we called ourselves the West End Theatre Support Group uh, until we realised one day that if you abbreviate that, it gives you the word wet. <laughs> so we thought that wasn't a good name for a bunch of Christians in the West End and we changed it to Christians in Entertainment. Now at that time, Chris, were you aware of many Christians in the entertainment world? Well, obviously there was Sir Cliff, bless him, uh, who was up there uh, waving the flag, as it were. There were not many others, and it was a very difficult place to go. My church at that time wasn't greatly supportive in terms of going into the entertainment business, but I thought, well, why not? I mean, Jesus went everywhere, you know, even to the darkest places, so why shouldn't I go? Um, And so it's something I wanted to do. It's something I tested out. Uh, It would have been that or being a teacher or chef, Mm -hmm. Um, but it was the place I thought God was taking me, Um, and it was a bit isolating, but there were lots of people that came out of the woodwork, as it were, uh, in the West End, and uh, as we said, we we started meeting backstage on Phantom of the Opera and Miss Saigon and all these big musicals, and we had a lot of people coming through the doors uh, for our little half-hour Bible study, which we ran for many, many years, and it, it broke the isolation. The people who were coming through the doors, were they people who were card-carrying Christians, or, or were they a mixed bag of people who were just interested in what was going on? Completely mixed bag. The business is very small in the West End. It's a very small family. Everybody knows each other. Uh, some people will go from show to show. I had friends that were on Avita for uh, well, the whole eight years. Uh, I've got friends at the moment on Phantom that have been on the show for 27 years. So you can go into the West End and just stay there if you're good enough. So word travels, and when we started meeting, uh, there was a lot of whispering going on, and people used to just turn up backstage, 
and uh, find out what was going on. We had leading men and women, um, and uh, it was, as you say, a real mixed bag, which is exciting, really. So we weren't out to convert people. We were just there to encourage them. I mean, obviously, when you think of West End, you think of the glitz and the glamour and, and being famous and, and all of that. But I guess that people don't realise just how lonely and isolated folk can be, and particularly maybe even some of the, of the better-known performers, never mind those who are, who are lesser known to us. Absolutely, yeah, I think you've put your uh, finger on the button there, Blair, because there is a sense of isolation if you are not based in London, but you're working in London. Uh, uh, worse is if you're on tour. I've got friends that are going on tour for a year now, or a worldwide tour uh, with Phantom of the Opera, um, and they have families back home, so they're going to be away for a long time. Um, and if you are somebody with faith, it's even worse because you're away from your church and your support and your friends as well as your family, so it can be doubly isolating. And as you say, the, the higher up the ladder you go, the worse it is because you have to set an example up there. If you are top of the bill, uh, then you can't really sort of share about how you feel and about your issues and problems and isolation because the next day you'll probably find it's on the front page of the sun. So we've spent a lot of time in Christians and Entertainment, particularly trying to support people that are well-known in the business. And and often they're people that um, have no faith. They're just interested to know, but they don't want it blasted all over the front uh, page of the tabloids. They just want to discover and think and talk about faith in, in a confidential way. Of course, Chris, that was then, modest beginnings, too, and then gradually, as you say, being added to but with various other, I guess, not just entertainers, but people working backstage and so on. Absolutely. Musicians in the pit, big pits in uh, in the West End are similar. You know, you can be in a pit for years and years and years. Uh, I mean, the, the, the fact that you're down there under the stage, not being able to see anything, I mean, it must be... I, I wouldn't like it, but um, there's people that do that and have faith. And uh, so, yeah, stage management, uh, artists, uh, crew, uh, even front of house. Well, of course, as I said, that was then. This is now. You were eventually appointed uh, chief executive of Christians and Entertainment. What, what did that mean for you? Was that, was that big changes in your life? It was. It was a horrendous thought, really, because it suddenly went from being... Uh, a sort of a group of us together to me being in charge but I, I suppose it was my passion and uh, God continued to provide me with work um, which gave me a sort of a, a stability it wasn't as if I was outside the business knocking on the door trying to get in I was in it and was respected and am respected within it and it just you know it just talks to me about that bit in the Bible that says um, you know about talk, uh, feed, feed the man first and then talk to him we were, were never a sort of a Bible-bashing uh, group concerned about converting, and we're still not. We're still there to support and to hold people's hands and to help them through. Now, having said that, have you, have you seen people come through uh, to faith, as well, of course, as being strengthened in, in the faith that they may already hold? Yeah, I, I don't mention names simply because, you know, people are on their own journey, and as, as we all know, we're on a... a a different sort of journey in the sense that we're all at different stages of our spiritual life. Uh, and it's funny, you know, in the early days, um, when if there was a well-known person who became a Christian, 
suddenly, you know, they're supposed to know all the answers because they're in the spotlight. And so we've protected them in terms of that. Um, so there's a lot more backstage stuff goes on these days. But you do get people like Tim Vine, who are very open about their faith uh, and a fantastic comedian. And uh, we're, we're proud to, to, to look after Tim and to support Tim. But uh, he's good at what he does and people respect him for his faith, too. Our community, your radio station. Now, I know that uh, you've diversified uh, quite a bit now because you, you actually look after uh, entertainers. You've got qu- quite a number on your books. In fact, uh, the, the vicar Dad's Army recently visited us here in Poole quite locally. Um, have you got a, an increasing number of, of artists that you're able to offer? And what sort of people knock on your door and say, Chris, can you fix us up with somebody? <laughs> yeah, uh, we do get a lot of churches saying, can you, can you provide a celebrity? Uh, and uh, so I set up, uh, along with a friend of mine, uh, an, an, an agency, I suppose, for want of a better word, really, to sort of try and facilitate that. And we've got, well, I mean, you'll appreciate Jimmy Cricket. Must be coming from the same area as you do, Blair. I'm not there's sure. More. There's more. Come there's here. more. There's more. Come here. So Jimmy did a church for us in Scarborough last uh, week. Uh, we take Sid Little from Little and Large. Uh, we take, as you say, the vicar from Dad's Army um, to churches. Uh, Sue Hodge from Hello, Hello, I will say this in advance. <laughs> uh, she does lots of church events for us. Wendy Craig. Uh, I mean, one could go on and on, really. Um, uh, not just well-knowns, but people like John Archer, fantastic magician who recently uh, was in the finals of uh, Britain's Got Talent. And uh, they're, they're great because, you know, to me, Jesus was uh, a magnetic character. Yes, he had authority, he had, he had God's authority, but in that bit in the Bible where he talks about um, talking to everybody who came to see him, men, women, and children, they stayed all day long to the point where he had to provide lunch for them. And uh, to me, he was magnetic. He knew how to talk about faith. And of course... Celebrities these days, they have an ability to communicate the gospel in a really appealing way. And we find that people come into a church just out of curiosity to see, why is Jimmy, why have you got a comedian in the church? You know, church isn't a funny place. Well, actually, there's a lot of joy in church. And it's great to see someone like Jimmy Cricket in there uh, talking about uh, what he does. And then music, we've got people like Janie Lee Grace from Radio 2 and... Well, one could go on and on, but it's very exciting to see uh, how uh, you know people can communicate the Gospels in their, with their own skills. So it's not just artist management. I know that you've also taken to the high seas, and each year you organise yeah. a number of, of cruises. Tell us about that. So if I, if I signed up for one of your cruises, where do they go? What would I experience? <laughs> well, I've always remained in the business. I've always felt it was important to stay in the business and not just become a minister to people in the entertainment business, to, but but to to be involved in it. So, I am uh, still remained in the business. Um, my dad was a magician, uh, which is interesting because he used to uh, preach in the pulpit in a, in a, in churches and and use magic as a way of uh, illustrating the gospel. And uh, so I've sort of carried on that sort of entertainment and faith together. And uh, the uh, I, I produce. Uh, pantomimes and cruises as you say a lot of commercial pantomimes commercial cruises we do gardening cruises uh we do um 
uh, Motown cruises, the Easter cruise, which is sort of like a Christian cruise. Is this we, a bit like a spring harvest on on the high seas? Yes, yes, it is. Yes, that's a good point. It's 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 it is very much like that. It's it's often celebrity led. So we'll have Tim Vine on, or we'll have uh, Sid Little on, or we'll have all sorts of people on. Uh, next next Easter, we've got Jimmy Cricket on, funnily enough, um, and a few others that will be coming on board, and it's a great time uh, to celebrate Easter. We had Dana on last year, and uh, so you get great entertainment um, alongside your walk through Holy Week, and it's a really, really special time. We've been doing them for about 10 years now, I so, suppose. So, so do you, you can, your, to, to answer your question, you can enjoy fun and fellowship and spiritual refreshment all in the same time. And do you take over the vessel that you use? Is it is it you and all the guests and that's it? Yeah, pretty much. Um, the, there are people that come on the cruise that are not people that have a face. And I always think that's rather exciting because I love to see uh, mm. the backstage work that God does. Mm. Um, and uh, there's often people... We had somebody coming up to us uh, last year saying... I'm an atheist. I'm on this cruise, not because it's a Christian cruise, because I like the cruise ship and I like going to the places that you're going to. But I just want to say, although I have absolutely no faith and I don't believe in God, I want to say thank you to you Christians on board for making this one of the best cruises I've ever had. Now, for me, that says it all. That's what we're... We're not asked to convert people. We're, we're, called, we're called to be witnesses. If you have loved one for another then men will know that you are my disciples. So I, I like that. So, Chris, if people wanted to uh, find out more information about the cruises or indeed about the artists that you manage, how, how can they best go about finding more information? Well, everybody talks about Facebook, don't they? So we are there on Facebook. You can find Christian Cruises UK in there. Uh, we're the only company that does Christian Cruises. So there is an American company but if you put Christian Cruises UK, uh, either Google it or put it into Facebook, you'll find us. And in the same way, Christians in Entertainment, we're on Facebook. Google us, you'll find us, Christians in Entertainment. It's all there. And finally, before I let you go, Chris, as you look to the future, what's your vision? How do you see things going? I'm getting older, Blair. Aren't we all? I'm getting older. Things, things are creaking. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, no, it's, it's an exciting time, actually, because... Um, We've got people coming on board, um, both my commercial activities uh, and the cruises, but also in Christians and entertainment. And we're trying to work out, is the need still there uh, for artists in the entertainment business to have a lighthouse to hang on to when they're away? Uh, And the answer has come back, yes. And so we've got uh, new people coming on board that are well-respected in the business um, and are passionate about supporting uh, Christians in the entertainment business and supporting churches as they look at using the entertainment business as a way of talking about the gospel. So new doors are opening, new things are happening, and I mean we've got a creative God, haven't we? You you only have to look at the rose in the garden to say, wow, this is an amazing God. The God that made that rose made you and I. He's a creative God, and how exciting! We look forward to seeing what He's going to create next. Chris, thanks for taking time out to talk to me and every blessing on all fronts as you move forward. And you too, Blair. Thanks for having me on the show. Our community, your radio station.